see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. This is uh, Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. On a, uh, a sick day for me, as you can tell, my nose is clogged with mucus. Uh, when I told a friend of mine, he said, you probably have a customer backing up on you, and that's a lie. But uh, my guest today here is uh, Sean Walsh. He's uh, visiting here from England, and uh, we were, was it at the Improv or the State? No. Oh, the improv. improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. welcome to the show. Thank you. I ran into you. Yeah. We were casually introduced. First of all, immediately when I hear someone's accent, I'm I, you have my curiosity. And then being comedian, I'm like, oh, sometimes it's a generational thing, and they'll bring up people that I haven't worked with or maybe not even in the uh, touring European comedy circuit. Yeah. But um, you, um, you know, you were you met me. Well, I think, well, I, I know that we, I mean, I remember walking past you at a Reading Festival and telling you I enjoyed your set. And then, oh. I, I mean, I said it was the glee. I just, we never like formally met, but we've done. How long were you doing comedy at that point? Oh, not really, not Months. long. Maybe a year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you were like, yeah. I, I, this guy isn't going anywhere. I'll run into him at some point. But right now I'm here to learn how to do comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And that's cool, though. But you started at the worst time. What do you mean? Well, from what I understand, I've been here in Los Angeles for a decade now, and the uh, comedy scene seemed to dissipate. A lot of the one-nighters and the work started to kind of slow down, and a lot of things were being shown on television, which cut a lot of the middle-class aspect of entertainment. Yeah. People were either going to large theaters and spending, you know, massive, not massive, but, you know, triple ticket prices to see their heroes. Yeah. And then open mic stuff. And then the comedy clubs seemed to, the franchises started to kind of fragment. And uh, a lot of the clubs that had been in certain cities and stuff for a long time were either moving location in the same city or just going out of business in general. Right. Because I'd left around the time Highlight and Jonglers had split. Oh, right. So, okay. So you left when? Cause I, I'm referring to the large chain that was kind of dominating the kind of, you know, middle people that went to see live comedy. I did one Jonglers. I did Camden Jonglers. That that was it. Oh. And then sort of, and I, but I really enjoyed it. I mm. really, I wasn't, uh, I never did like, you know, Portsmouth Jonglers was meant to be bad. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. See, I never did The that, police so. were there all the time. Right. It was okay. a military town. Right. And, and I never, but I never went in with that 
maybe it's only because I didn't do it, but I never went in with that snobbery. I was happy to be in Camden. I was happy to be doing Jonglers. I used to watch the Jonglers TV show when I was a kid. So I didn't have that snobbery going into it. And I still, I know. I still don't. Yeah, so, yeah, and you're in Camden I, on a Friday night. You go to the club <laughs> and it's a party. Yeah, Camden yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, my, my friend Pete Furman. Do you know Pete, the ma- magician? Do you know Pete Furman? Magician? No, I'm straight. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Pete did Camden, whatever it's called now, but that room, mm. just like last week in Texas. Yeah, because he used to film dead. It. And he said, How can a club in Camden yeah. be dead? The rest of Camden is going crazy, and then there's a comedy club that's empty. That's like the same situation with the com- like the comedy store in Piccadilly Circus. You you can't lose that. Yeah, there's there's such much foot traffic by default. You have sold out shows. Obviously, there's a lot of money going to advertising and things like that. But yeah. location, location, location. Yeah, and Camden on a weekend is arguably one of the most busiest places in. The it's city. Quite insane. Yeah, it's you can get high going up the escalator on the station. Yeah. You just oh, go out there, you're like, I think I'm stoned. I love it there. It's very dirty punk rock. You know, it has a whole Mad Max feel to it. Yet <laughs> yeah. there's like fine dining. And yeah. It, I, I love the juxtaposition of old and new. I was in a, do you know the Holy Arms? Yeah. Like, yeah, the Holy, I was in the Holy uh, during the summer and there was this young guy, you know, he's sort of 20, just really enjoying life. And this the train went past. We're in the beer garden. This train went past. Everyone went like, oh, because of that noise. You know, that fud. Yeah. Straight away. And this young guy goes, come on, everybody. Let's get on it. And, uh, and sort of everyone laughed. And, um, and I, went, I went, bloody hell, you're in a good mood. He went, of course I'm in a good mood. The sun is shining. We're drinking. I'm on cocaine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this place is crazy. Right? <laughs> like, and, and, and everyone but, probably cheered. No oh, yeah. The oh, totally. Or, but the, yeah. but the, 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 what was so cool is that the whole of the beer garden had like, there was no, it wasn't like there's a group over there, there's a group over there. It became one group. Everyone was talking. Because the village so idiot cool. brought them together. Yeah, it's great. And isn't it interesting how everyone's politics or points of view or con- tr- conflicts of interest, all of a sudden this jackass who's coked out of his head <laughs> and they're like, all of a sudden it's like, I want to be like that guy. That guy is having a blast, right? Well, no, hey, he's, he's 20, so yeah. Yeah, and that's it. A 20-year-old kid during the day, high on drugs, drunk, with the sun in his face, train just ripped by. And he's got his dick in his hand, and he's like, let's fucking do this. That's the dream. That's the dream. You know, those Jim Morrison moments where you're high on acid and trying to eat out a girl, and you just think you're in a fight with a jellyfish for three hours. That's happened. Right, yeah. It's, it's very unnerving. Wow. Because you don't know if there's, it's a fight to the death or just until someone becomes dehydrated. <laughs> This is what I thought the podcast was going to be more like. It this is what like, I was expecting, you to say things like that. It's like being... Anyway, you don't want to hear my poems. Anyway. No, I do. Come <laughs> so on. So you, you start doing comedy in 2001? Uh, seven. No, seven. seven like, yeah. Oh, seven, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, was it, what was your... Uh, did you come out of Brighton? Because that's a good place to start. The comedian is... It was a great place to it's, start. It's, that's one of my favorite clubs. And a lot and of I comedians And I apologize, our friend that... 
books and also the comedian. Stephen Grant? Yes. Yeah. I like Stephen. Yeah, yeah. We always had, a, I think, a mutual understanding because he played a lot of corporate. Uh, you two are very different. Very different. <laughs> but I think we always had a mutual respect for and I think he was, uh, or was, he was murdered a week ago with a hammer in front of his grandmother. Um, he was about good comedy. Like he had oh, a very he loves, diverse he loves crew, comedy. you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I had a priest and his son in the front row of the Comedia. I don't know if you were happen to be there. That, wow. Yeah, and they people were going out wow. their way to go, hey man, there's a priest. And I'm like, don't tell me that. So 20 minutes oh, of my God. me... With his son and a prostitute pushing on his son's ass, making him funk a, a hooker in front of his father while I fingered his asshole. <laughs> and then we were going to do something his dad likes, too. And then it just went on and on and on and on. Oh, and on. that poor kid. I had one of my most traumatic after-show oh, no. masks. Like, I, a mother and a daughter trying to get a photo, and, and a man and his wife... And he, she's in tears, trembling, <laughs> screaming at me that I'm a piece of shit while this older uh, woman and her daughter are joyfully, joy, joyfully uh, asking for a photo. And I'm standing in the middle of this. And I'm like, this is, the, I'm the only person this happens to. I like that. There's no yeah. um, indifference. No, de- definitely not. I remember I saw you at Comedia years ago. I think Stephen had, I, I hope you don't mind me saying, I think you, you won't mind this. I don't think you're an opening act. No. <laughs> and no. I think, and I think he put you on first. I think sometimes I think, it was just a, a booking schedule. Somebody had a gig in the same town sure. and, and I was slated. But you know it's a unique situation that abruptly put on people. Yeah, yeah. But I remember it wasn't going badly or anything. It was good. But, I, but obviously, you know, some people are going to be shocked. I, I always remember you saying the line, what do you want to hear about airplane food? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was addressing the, the mediocrity of their standards. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. if I just did some pandering shit, we could all get along. But what they didn't understand is I don't care if we get along. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... You started out at Brighton, was Brighton uh, the comedian your home club? Or? It was my home club. I went there, my mum took me there when I was 17. That changed my life because I thought, in a weird, I mean, this does, logically, this doesn't make sense, but I thought to be a stand up, I'd always wanted to sort of be one, but I thought to be one, you had to be famous. Weird, that's a weird logic. It doesn't actually work. You had to get popular you, first, and then you could tell jokes. But I just, no, I, you just see these people on telly, and they have those, and they have videos. So I, I was young, and you just go, oh, well, they're famous, so they could do it. It's, yeah. The logic doesn't work. No, 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 I, I completely understand what you My mum took me to the comedia, and Stephen was the first, like, non-famous comedian that I'd ever seen. And there was this guy that I didn't recognize. And I, I was like... He's delivering like the guys on the TV. Oh, just, it was, yeah. you know, he's one of the best MC, if not mm. the best MC in, in the UK. Yes. And, and he... I like John Fothergill too. Cool. I don't, John's brilliant. I don't know John that well. <laughs> but, um, and he was destroying it. And, and that was the moment. I, it was like, fuck, normal people can do this. So I, that, I, that was the moment. And then there was... I, that was it. That's all I wanted to do. I knew I could do it. I was going to do it. Whatever. Jim Carrey had that effect on me. Him being Canadian, not being far from where I'd grown up, and seeing his biography, I was like, oh, this kid has nothing. And look at what he's created with, you know, everything against him. 
and uh, <sighs> do you know what? That's it's strange that you say that because Jim Carrey. Also, when I was like ten and I saw Ace Ventura, I could do had such a big effect on me. I could do all like his impressions. Yeah. I would practice in front of the mirror for hours doing the eyebrows. Like mm. I learned to do that as a kid, mm. and um, and he. Yeah, I was obsessed with Jim Carrey growing up. And then I met him at Montreal last year. Oh, great. I managed to meet him. And I had, you know, like he's on that sort of path of uh, duality and how nothing's real. Yeah. And there is no, you know about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very public. But he was saying that to me before that was public. Because it's so I genuine. I didn't know about it. Oh, yeah. It's real. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. It's like. That. It's not a put on. No. He's, he's going through transformation. Absolutely. But I was hearing it before it was public, so I was shocked. I, you know, I'm just there to meet a hero, and then he's saying that there is no him, there is no me, there is no us. And I was like... Was he had some sort of mantra? Or was, he, or was it some sort of the pitch that he was doing, or was it just that kind of perspective he's taking on? It, no, it was because he had mentioned it in his uh, speech... His acceptance speech. Ah. And so it was brought up in conversation and then he went into more detail about mm. it. That's great. So it was, it was a real... And, and my phone was dead, so I couldn't get a photo. Oh. So on my desk, I've got a framed picture, a, a framed piece of paper that typed in it just says, you met Jim Carrey. That's awesome. <laughs> I had a, That's it. I, I was at Download and James Hetfield had come through and I asked my friend... You have to explain that to me. I'm terrible. I imagine that's a rock star. Uh, to, uh, uh, Metallica. Oh, cool. so yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Very ignorant when it comes um, to music. Cool. Download awesome. festival. Yeah, I know Metallica's that. doing their anniversary of the Black Album or Master of Puppets even. And um, my friend goes, "I'll get the picture when he comes out." And I go, "You got to be quick on this." And then he comes out, and his camera doesn't work. And then James goes on stage, and then we're watching. And my friend goes, these guys are a big band, eh? And I'm just like, fuck, dude. I just, I was hoping for a photo of James Hetfield, but I guess not. That was like the first concert I went to was Metallica in 88. Awesome. Yeah. With Queensryche. It was good. Let me quickly blow my nose. You want to? Okay. Well, I, I, have a, I have a question for you, even though this is, this is your podcast. What I want to know is... Did uh, why? What do you what do you mean? Here we go. What do you normally get asked now? Uh, it's probably gonna be something terrible. No, not at all. <laughs> all I'm wondering, all I'm curious about, is what was was your act? Did you start off like how your act is now? It's very funny, very yeah, funny, you know and people what? love it. But it, 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 you know, it is you know, it's you, the, the word that people are going to use is shocking. So was it always that, or were you doing, like, you know, airplane food? There was a point. Uh, no, I've always done my thing. Okay. So when, I, when I'd come up, because what seems so shocking. Now, I started off in illegal nightclubs in Vancouver. I right. moved to Vancouver, left a city that really was drying up my soul, Moved to Vancouver to either do something in music or comedy. I was an artist at heart, but I really didn't have any role models of oh, how and where's the handbook and stuff. So sure, sure, sure. A lot of what Jim's public interviews and things was kind of a a, a little breadcrumb trail. Okay, work at this, work at that, work on this. And 
So moving to Vancouver and starting to... I fuck, I forgot your question. I've had a stroke. <laughs> it was about the act and, you know, oh, your act as it is so now. When I, was it, you know, was your act born like that or is it developed and turned of, into what it you is? You know, you become a product of your environment. I come from a city that was, yeah. a, you know, the Glasgow of Canada to uh, a city like uh, Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hanging out with a lot of, you know... Bohemian... Uh, yeah, like punk rock okay. and rap, okay, and, yeah. you know, the street kids in Vancouver in the 90s, you know. I yeah. don't know what, so where they would do gigs is where I would experiment with performance. And those audiences, the shows were at like 4 a.m. And everyone was off wow. their head. So I had to develop, a, you know, how do you get rid of a bear? You make yourself taller than the bear. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't it probably, you put your, you no put your arms up. Yeah. yeah. No one's doing that, but that's that's what I that's what I was doing. I was yeah, becoming no bigger than the bear because those situations were so volatile and bad that if it did, so I developed a very me against you. But your sense, like you know, in the short space that we known each other, it's you know that is your sense of humor. That's when you're on stage, it's it's not this. You know, it's not a character. That is that is Jason Rouse. I know a lot of people think it is a bit of a character, but it's not, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the that's, that's the worst part of it. Yeah, that's, is that's we, he's going to carry on with this? People meet you and go, "Oh no, you're really yeah. like that." Oh, this is. Uh, awful. I pick my battles, but um, <laughs> depending on how people approach me, will determine how I talk to them too. So yeah, um, you know, some people just deserve to be. You know, my friend comes, this girl comes up all hammered and goes, I want you to make fun of me and my friends. And I looked at her and I said, shut up, Fanso. (laughs) (laughs) Are we starting too early? (laughs) I'm in the middle of a conversation, dump truck. (laughs) Have another fistful of popcorn. Wow, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's... Have you had anyone cry at your show? God, no. I've never. You said that like, oh, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't think I have I've, a different approach. Um, I tell you what, I have done probably the sort of one of the the biggest misjudgments I made is I was doing a gig a couple of years ago, and I was at a bad I was at a bad place, and um, I was tired, I was exhausted, and there was this gig, and it was in the round. It was terrible. It was like the back of a pub. And you're at the bottom the of the round? So like you're, you know, it wasn't, it's probably twice the size of this room, you mm. know. And um, for anyone listening, uh, yeah. how big would you say this room is? It's probably <laughs> 10, 20, 30, 30 by 25. There you go. Um, and so, and there was hardly anyone in. And I just was like, I, I just don't need this. And I went on, <laughs> and what I do is, well, one of the things I do is, if there's a gig that doesn't seem almost like, you know, like your, your material is going to work, I try and not do f- material for as long as I can. Yes. That's what I do. At least that's, that's give sort of yourself game. an opportunity to come up with something fresh and new. Yeah. Use it as an experiment. So, yeah, and so uni gigs, I won't do material. If I get booked for a uni gig, my rule is, as long as you can, don't do material. The longest I've got is 40. And all I do is really immature. Is I just pick someone in the front row, and then basically rape them for the. <laughs> See, I don't do these colleges. Yeah, um, but no. The, the, I asked them how many. This is awful. This is very distasteful. 
but I ask them how many wanks they've had, and then before they answer me, I, I we go one by how one. How many what they have? Wanks. What's a wank? Jer- jerk off. Jerk off. How many times they jerked off? That's a good American. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was humoring our, our non-British. And, uh, and then I go around and he stands up. I make him stand up and then we guess by looking at him how many he's had. So then I end up talking to other people in the room and you know, meeting them and then going, right, how many do you think he's had? And then you go and I'll ask the staff. There'll be a security. I'll ask them. And the longest that's lasted is 40 minutes. And then I'll do one joke at the end and I'll go home. <laughs> and collect the check. Thanks, kids. Your tuition fees are going to my piss tank. <laughs> it's still fun. Everyone, by the way, people are laughing. You know, yeah. they're, they're enjoying themselves. But The yeah. kids are simple folk, aren't they? Wow. Well, you know, they, they, they're not going to understand. I thought there'd be more university gigs. Like, I'd, I'd done a bunch. I don't know. I think... Your kids would get a little upset. Mate, I don't actually, you don't know. In my, my friend is a great gagsmith. He does like family-friendly jokes, one-liners. And he, ta- he, he never dies. He does like your jonglers or whatever. Mm. He's good at like a Friday night crowd, a Saturday night crowd. He did a uni gig. Milton Jones? Yeah, like Milton Jones. And um, he did a, uh, a, a uni gig recently and he died at the uni gig. Because the, <laughs> the students... <clears throat> They think that like jokes are for, are for like children because they're now they're adults and they've got to behave like adults. And so they, he got heckled with, we're adults. That was his heckle. Because there was loads of yeah. students that thought this was too immature for them. Yeah, but they don't understand the mechanics of how to get all, how much wordsmithing goes oh. into that, you oh. know, to get those jokes streamlined. Absolutely. You know, there's no fat on any, Stuart Francis... Yeah, uh, have you seen Stuart? Oh, I love it. I, I've met him a couple of times, yeah. and yeah, I love his work. He's I fantastic. Took him to the see Tool in Holland. We There's were, another metal band. Yeah, yeah. You don't know he, Stuart Francis went to see Tool. Yeah, <laughs> I told him. I go look at. We were doing a, a rock festival in a oh, Holland God. Lowlands festival. It was like Stanhope and the Unbuckables. Um. Jamie Kilstein and um, Sugar, Sammy Sugar, and the fuck. I keep forgetting about. What. Oh my god, you've you've abused your mind too much <laughs> I'm over so the years. Sick. I'm fighting off the hiv, man. You're talking about taking Stuart Francis to see uh, Tool. So I go, listen. You know, I know that you're maybe not really into. The this genre of music, but this band is kind of a, a special thing. From a, uh, it's not going to be Slayer. Yeah. So I described it as more of a uh, King Crimson esque, and so come and if it's not your thing, fuck it. But he sat and watched it and went become a Tool he, fan. He sat and watched it. <laughs> oh, sorry, we stood in the mud and watched that three in the morning. Did he mosh? No, okay. but Tool's not a band that, okay. not since like Undertow, no, like the audiences have changed. There's no violence anymore. Right. You got to go to like a real punk rock show. Okay. Um, in Camden, where you wake up with a hangover and a knife in your neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I got burned for weed down there. That pissed me off. You got what? You got mugged? No, I bought some shit weed. I've never been Oh, mugged. no. Have you ever been mugged? No, I've I've been with, I've been with someone 
that uh, you mug somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But someone like when I was a teenager, someone went up to him and said, "Oh, like, bruv, can I use your phone?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he get like he was middle class, so he thought you could give a stranger your phone. <laughs> oh, like, no. I was like, "What are you doing? Don't, don't give it, don't give it your phone." Oh, He's you like, whispering that to me? Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. You, you've just you've you've lost your phone. <laughs> yeah, I was at a gas station with a a, a quote posh comedian. She's like, I'm going to wait in the car. I can't. If they hear my voice, they'll beat me. <laughs> I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, because she's very posh, you know. Right. And we were in a shithole. <laughs> and she was worrying about being beaten because of her accent. What, by guys? Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. Actually, I just told her to wait in the car. I'd slap her again. <laughs> But we made up the story so the cops wouldn't take me away. No, yeah, she was right. generally concerned about her accent being an issue of violence. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks for coughing that way. I did. I mean, you didn't cover me in your mouth, but you still coughed in the... Guess where my fingers are. What do you mean? <laughs> you had to look down and up. Like, <laughs> Does he have fingers? I don't know. Does he have someone else's fingers? <laughs> so you, you get a career going yeah. in London. Yeah. Uh, you start working the circuit. Yeah. Get the uh, manager, do the Fringe Festival. Did a very bad debut show yeah. that went badly. That's called an Edinburgh show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did a very bad show. That Basically, I, I, I was too raw and I was, if I'm allowed to say so myself... Good at doing a twenty-minute club set. Yeah, I could do your glee. I could. I could probably even at twenty-four or whatever it was, close. And I, I you know, I could do that. But I wasn't ready for an hour. And I, I, I remember one show. I finished my hour show at thirty-eight minutes because it had gone so badly. <sighs> like, and I didn't know. I was still at a point where. Oh, laptops just told us it's three o'clock, everyone. Um, but I was still at a point where it was so scripted that if someone like dropped a cup during a show, I, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. That's how, and, and yet I was doing an hour. So it's a, I really, uh, I don't what, really care anymore, but room, I did regret it for some time. What room were you, were you in? Oh, I don't know. Pleasance? The Pleasance, baby Pleasance or something. Some okay. tiny 50-seater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I had, hate. I hated it with a passion. It I was, was a long haul. I, I, I say everyone. I had a panic once. attack did on you? stage. I don't, no. I, yeah, I, I did this like because there was no one there. No, it was always busy because I think I'd done like a one mock the week or something. Ah, oh, okay. But um, oh, you had punters, but you you just were in I over just your wasn't head. Good at, absolutely, and I tried being Aaron Barshak in two thousand and four because he just broke into Windsor Castle. And then oh, he done a friend show. Guy. Yeah, don't you you've never met him? No, I spent a lot of time with Aaron. He's he's a mate of mine. Oh God, tell us the story. Then. And the, uh, you know, he, I don't know. He dressed up in a tutu and climbed into Windsor's <laughs> castle. And during Prince Harry's birthday party, went yeah. in, put his arm. He got pictures. People were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" He's arrested. Makes the news. Well, he gears up for does an Edinburgh show based on that. Sold out, I imagine. Yeah, and and you. <laughs> What did you say, 30, 28 minutes? It's, 38. Yeah, he one, was done after so. five. <laughs> so with all the press in the world, all the press in the world. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I was... Which he came better stand-up. He was just kind of pushed in. Why, why wouldn't you do it? Just well, for the where spectacle. Where is he now? What is he? Uh, I don't know. I haven't talked to him in some time. Okay. 
He could be dead. Aaron, <laughs> if you're out there, call me. Um, we took some interesting pictures together. Do you know the man, right? No, no, I, I never met him. No, I just ex- remember reading the he'd story. He'd wear Jesus and thing, and he'd walk around with a staff. And this, uh, I just remember of, reading all of this, but never yeah, meeting yeah. him or knowing. Oh yeah, who he we was. used to do lock-ins at his local pubs, and he had a show. It was like me, him, Reg Hunter, and like uh, a handful of other. He had a good rapport with the comedy, well, some of the comedy community, because he was going on stage during live TV tapings. And start shutting down these uh, anniversary shows. I wish I could remember. There's a famous, iconic British humorist who was doing this special show, and Aaron had gone on stage dressed as a terrorist. What? Oh, yeah, that rings a bell as well. Yeah, there was yeah. all this shit, and he was. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he was even allowed in the comedy. I think Don hated him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, because he, I'm definitely getting ill after this. Because. Don had, uh, he'd gone on stage, I think. Mulligan show. What? Something Mulligan. What, a comedian? Yeah. Oh, well, there's the actress, Carrie Mulligan, Mulligan. I don't know. That's the show that he went on uh, TV for. Oh. It was an anniversary thing. Do you mean Spike Milligan? Yes. Spike Milligan? Yes. What? Wow. And went on on stage during the live taping. Oh, the people wouldn't have liked that. No, no, he'd no, be no. loved. Oh, he's a national treasure. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. See, he was very disruptive. I think he'd been thrown out of multiple comedy clubs and what have you. But he had some good material. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it happens. And that's what I loved about the comedy community in London. It was it was very eclectic. Everybody was so diverse and different from all over the place. Wow, yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know how it's going now. It seems to be that it's, it's a bit, there's a big divide. There's like the sort of alt comedians and then there's your club comics. And uh, it's, Is there a circuit? It tends, it tends to be. And look, I don't really know. Is there a circuit for... For like the alt oh, aspect yeah. of it? Yeah, because oh, they've had all those little community theatres and stuff. They put on their own shows. A lot of people have been doing that. Oh, it's yeah. And they're, and they're very popular now. And... Uh, I, I, so I think there's a set for for me the way I see it. It might be wrong, but the, I think a lot of the working class club comics are made to feel like they're sort of doing mother-in-law sort of racist jokes, like that was going on in the seventies. They, they're being made to feel like that, and uh, that's that's the impression I get that I am. Um, that I obviously hate, and uh, that really but the thing irritates is it's not, me. And I have to there's no lobby that. group against anybody. There's no organization. It's not a team sport. These 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 are excuses sure. because a lot of them are just not very good comedians, <laughs> right? They're, well, see, that's what I mean, and that's why I say it with like my hands out. I don't, I don't know exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, what am I? What are you doing? What what are you talking about? Is this a joke? I got a, a verbal laxative. Do you like a lobster bit or no lobster bit? Oh my god! See, I, I um, Jason's gone to the toilet, and I I was very scared of doing this podcast. I texted him saying, "Am I going to have to talk about having oh. sex with kangaroos or anything?" Have and you I, been to Australia? <laughs> yes, and I didn't have sex with any kangaroos that you know. Melbourne Festival. Yeah. But I was very depressed when I went, and I hated it. Really? I was extremely depressed. Were you, was it a breakup? Yes! <laughs> yes, it was! 
Yeah, so ding, ding, ding. What have I got for a Johnny? How many weeks? From Lai Lai, Jim Carrey. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what, uh, how many weeks before your trip did you guys break up? Oh, it was like a year. You were depressed for a year? Dude, I was depressed for like 10 years. Ew. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just, I've just gotten out of depression. Did people tell you that was, <laughs> there was more vaginas out there? <laughs> Well, who gets depressed over one cunt for 10 years? Dude. No, 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 no. I wasn't depressed over her for 10 years. Oh. Uh, but I was, oh yeah, I was definitely depressed about her, you know, the year going into to Melbourne. And then she was in, hold she was living on, in on, Melbourne. And... You break up with this cunt. What's her name? I'm not giving the name. Let's do this. I'm not, I'm not doing the name. Her this name's... Going, her name's Scott. Her name's Scott? <laughs> Yeah, her name's, her name's Scott John. Scott John. I know her. Mr. Piss Whiskers. So you break up with Scott John. Yeah. What was the result of the breakup? I'll tell you, well, I'm going to die alone, but you go first. Uh, well, well I, I was pretty miserable to be. I mean, I, my, But your career was probably in a, in a swing. It was, but I was just a very miserable young man, unfortunately. And I, uh, I think that was, in hindsight, you know, resulted in because I was drinking a lot and drinking a lot of coffee and not eating things that are called vegetables Vitamin and fruit. Vitamin deficient. All that, seriously, I was just, I had no idea about any of that. Health. Like we were, dr- I managed, we had no idea. Yeah. I, I, we were drinking till five in the morning, like every day. Yeah. And I didn't know, you know, and I'm depressed going, why am I depressed? Yeah. And then the gig shows up and it stimulates you enough and you heighten and then it crashes. Yeah, yeah. And it's Groundhog Day. So, absolutely. And I just think that probably wasn't great to be around. Yeah. So she rightly. Uh, yeah, she fucks did the right off. thing and she, fucked all your friends behind your back. She, she uh, well, you can uh, always look at go. Facebook. She, she fucked uh, people that were a lot uh, happier and better looking. <laughs> yeah, but that will pass. <laughs> That will pass. But that's fine. That's normal. Were you guys living together? Oh, no. No, no. Like, she still lived at her parents. So, you know, I still lived at my parents' Teenagers. Yeah, basically. And then I I stayed there a lot. Yeah. You fucked her at her parents' house? (laughs) My God, I did not know. No. See, this is what... Jason, this is what I was worried about. I'm pointing at you. This is pointing at me. This is what I was worried about doing this podcast. No, no, no. It's turned into like a... I fucked a a bunch of people at their parents' house. Sometimes they were awake. (laughs) Sometimes they were awake. Sometimes face to face. Sometimes they face the wall and pretend they're asleep. Oh, my God. No, you, you came... In their baby, in their bed. Oh, fuck. So Melbourne. So Melbourne. Yeah. I've been to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, okay, so your day or then she, what was the result of the breakup? Like she was like, you're a miserable prick. And you're like, well, fuck you too. Uh, and your cat. It wasn't as aggressive. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> it wasn't aggressive. It was fine, actually. It was sort of quite mutual. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was all right. I have a different story. <laughs> Let's bring her in. <laughs> She's crying. Oh, Scott. Have you ever had Look a girl at show up at your house drunk and throw rocks through all your windows and shit in your mailbox? I'm guessing you have. I know. That's true. <laughs> I've had some disasters. Oh, my. Ever see a girl put a gun in her mouth and start masturbating in front of you and crying? See, the thing is, this is the thing with you. Is I don't know whether you're joking. That's like, I actually don't. I'm like, maybe he's being funny. Maybe he's being funny. And it's true. A lot of it's true. Yeah. 
This one girl, I think she was schizophrenic or she yeah, just So do I, by the way, and I've not met her. Mr. <laughs> she missed her father. She missed her father. Yeah. So I would, so she so. would make me wear her father's <gasps> clothing and fuck her in the ass. Isn't that weird? No. No. I thought it was weird because she. No, that's what she everyone's doing. She made me wear like his cologne and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, sure. It was terrible. No, no, it's really normal. It would be weird if you didn't do that. I just want to be held. <laughs> yeah, I think. I'm an old fashioned girl. <laughs> yeah. So she leaves you. Yeah. But doesn't break any of the windows. I'm baffled by all this. Never yeah. keyed your car, or threw shit at your friends. No. She 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 drove she actually drove around and dropped off some of my stuff mm. for me. I, I like I you know, she yelled at bring it in. She yelled at she goes, I'm gonna fuck all your friends and I'm like Pff. My friends are going to fuck you. You're a pig. <laughs> are you kidding me? You can't get back at me with my friends' dicks. They're animals. I've seen them jerk off on dog shit on the bottom of a golf shoe. So you fucking oh me God. to hurt my feelings is not going to work. Oh, I'm pig. so glad my mom doesn't know how to use the internet. Let's bring her in. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, wow. it's hard being in. Uh, are you with somebody now? Yes, I live with my girlfriend now. Ooh, yes. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to do the end segment later. Um, is she in the business? No, uh, she's not in a stand-up business. She she does. She's an actor. She's like a theater actor. Okay, cool. So at least yeah. she knows that schedules change and things, yes, you know she you're gonna be away. She might be away on a shoot. Blah blah blah. blah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And being a non-comic. There's no conflict of like ego nonsense. You guys are after some different shit. Yes, exactly. And I, by default, you might learn how to act enough to be in some sort of television show. Well, hopefully, yeah. Um, sometimes it can be uh, there can be uh, some. You hit her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you hit her? I didn't know how to say it. Yeah, I, that's cool. I hit her. Yeah, if we could, if we could get a quote on that and Open put it on the internet. Or palm strikes. Uh, closed fist, straight in. Is she uh, English? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's probably going to help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've had to rein it in. Basically, I, you might not get a sense of it now, but I like to, I like to take the piss. I like, you know, that's one of my favorite things. You have a hard time with that here. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, no, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I've not re- I don't really know anyone. I'm not comfortable enough, but it's, everyone seems to be quite mean to each other. The comics. Yeah, but there's no, there's no creative element to it. It's just blatantly disrespectful <laughs> me, right? Where your <laughs> British charm <laughs> is the same dialogue, but it's done with, uh, it's jovial. A sense of irony. Yeah, perhaps. these are just yeah. uh, cu- bitter cunts. It's very <laughs> passive aggressive. Right. Uh, uh, like, eh, what the fuck did you say? Yeah. Look at that fucking piss whisker. I got this hot rod poster, and oh there's a, a girl in the middle with jean shorts on, but she's got them hiked up so high that you could see both of her testicles. That's, and he's telling the truth. That's I can't believe that got through. They're pretty, though, right? Very nice. <laughs> That's got to be, sure. what, seven, late 70s? Okay. Oh, those vaginas yeah. have changed now. I don't... What self respecting? Because you got to figure the beaver <laughs> hair is like around from the asshole up to the belly button, and then like garbage fired right out. I don't know. I like a bit of squirrel tail. 
Yeah? Yeah, I don't want to heat rashed, you know, raspberry <laughs> burned beaver thing. It looked like it was in a fight at the beach or something. Do you, are you in a relationship? No. No. Well, no. no I, don't, I, don't. I do not. I'm not having it. Thank God. I have not, to say. I, I, this city is the worst dating. Why? Tell me. That, uh, that's interesting to me. What does that mean? It's the worst. Not for, for me. I'm not. I don't have anything. You know, it's a very much a, uh, a climbing thing. A lot of people form relationships here out of business. Sure, I get it's that. It's very this kind of sick tribal nonsense. It's also uh, comedian. That, that, that's a bit like comedians not not being really being able to uh, get on with other comedians that aren't funny, or they don't find funny. You know, it's very difficult to be with friends with someone that you don't find, you know, that you don't yeah. think is a good comic. I don't think there are many people that are friends with comics that like they wouldn't watch. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you come sometimes, up through. Yeah. Sometimes you come up through the comedy community and you build relationships with people that their talents, but they have other qualities. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? sure. It, you you can trust. You know somebody that maybe might, you are nicer than me. It turns out. I, I, truth is, uh, yes. Yeah, I think that's what it is. The worst part is, you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but you, yeah, you find different people with different skill sets in this business. There's a lot of mental illness. Well, you've been to the comedy store patio? Yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting, right? Yes. Which, which been your observation? I know this is not your first trip to Los Angeles, but... You... No, but that's been my, it's been my first experience sort of hanging out at and the you're comedy here store. Pilot season. Hey, look, I am, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing anything. But um, what... I appreciate your honesty because if I would have mentioned that to somebody else in local, they would have given me a, a ten-minute story about what they might do. Oh right, where no, you no. just said, like, "Listen, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing." No, 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 that's not, not to give people an illusion here. No, I'm out here for that, and I've not done anything, and that's yeah. fine. I don't mind. But um, I think I like to sort of soak up what's going on around me without making any too many swift judgments. But what, it's very difficult for me because. You know, everyone's been nice enough. I don't think this would happen in London. If you're talk if I'm talking to you, someone comes and speaks to you, immediately you'll just go, like, John, this is Sean. And, like, straight away. And everyone introduced me, introduced me to everyone. But that's basically where it ends. You don't end up talking to those people. You just no. stand there in the circle and everyone's already forgotten your name. And it's not really anyone's fault. It's not, I don't, you know, I'm not there going, oh, God, these guys are rude pricks. You know, it's, you've got 10 friends and a guy you don't really know. You're not going to probably talk to the guy you don't really know. It's just Everyone nature. has alternative motives. They're not looking for any new pals. Exactly, and I don't blame them. Yeah. I, but this is, okay, I've had this conversation 400 times since I've been here. But this is All the right. conversation. This is it. it. I love it. So like, a, a John, this is Sean. Oh, hi, man. Hey, man, where are you from? London. Oh, cool. That's the chat. So that's the chat. That's yeah. the chat. I've London. I call, bang, that 400 times, and then I go home. <laughs> yeah. And that's cool, and that's no one's fault, and everyone's still being really friendly and, and really nice. But um, It's weird, like, because you're expecting and, and there's no and. Well, you no know, I'm not, I don't really mind. It's fair enough. Uh, what, what has made me realize is when I go home, and there's, are you going to sneeze in your T-shirt? Yeah. Okay, that's more, that's kind, thank you. Oh, no, it's come out of the T-shirt. It's come out. Why is it not good? No, put it back in. Look at the light. Look at the light. Back in a t-shirt. Well done. Thank you. Okay. There's blood in that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's made me realize that when I go home, if there's a foreign comic on the bill and he's there, 
I'm definitely going to be make much more of an effort. Normally, I'm just like, oh, hello. Just like them. Hello, man. Nice to meet you. That's it. You now know? you've seen the other he side He comes of off stage. Good to Oh, that was great. You know, good to meet you. Good night. That's basically the amount of dialogue we have. Now I've seen the other side. It's going to be like, that guy's probably fucking alone. Yeah. Like, Freak I out. need to help. I need to make that guy feel at home as much as he can. And I'm, yeah, I'll definitely do that. It could be a slippery, slippery slope. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> there's maybe that guy is not talking to anybody because he's a fucking loser. <laughs> Right, and he's uh, a pedophile or a serial killer or both. He eats and fucks kids, and that's why he's on the fringes because okay. people have the foresight and intuition to know that this guy is a sex offender and he wears skin. Okay, and, I, and I'm or, making more of an effort with this guy. Yeah, now yeah. you've invited a fucking nightmare bloodbath. Yeah. He's on top of you riding your cock while your girlfriend's taped to a chair. Oh, she's going to love that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her favorite chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's her favorite chair. Yeah. The one with the foot rests on yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. armrest. Yeah, yeah. You ever fuck somebody in a chair? Uh, see, these, this is more like how I, um, a chair. I, mean, I, I imagine so. It's a chair. What about a wheelchair? Yes, a wheel. I, I, I mean, a wheelchair. I was going to say the wheelchair thing, and I thought Jason would probably say the wheelchair thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, wheelchair, but only when moving. Yeah, see, I, never static. It I always has to be downhill. Do you know those kind of wheelchair toilets? Where yes. It's like a oh yeah, wheelchair, just so, but totally. it has a toilet seat and a bag. Yeah, I have one in my living room. Think, yeah. think of that. Yeah, but no bag. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of like granola and, and like dried fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know, olive oil. Like, drink a liter of all. Yeah. Anyway, you lay underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Are you following me? Oh, I'm 100% following you. This is exactly what I thought I was going to be doing. So, the toilet, somebody, somebody. Yes. I'm the guy. I'm. I'm Known as the sitter. Yeah, sure, not, sure, sure. Not like babysitter, but no, 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 of course not. No, sitter, sit on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what happens is somebody lays underneath. Of course, you can do blindfold or not. Sure. And the other thing is then the <laughs> when the water breaks mm -hmm. and that stillborn aubergine type mm. stool. Yeah. Rolls out. Yeah. Like a mighty boomerang. Yeah. Lays. This is like, so I'm just going to put my stew to the side. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So there's a big log off. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so have you been there? <laughs> yes. You've had people shit in your mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brighton. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. On the way to Brighton. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you an interesting story. Um, do you know the <laughs> sex club torture garden? In Bryson? They had one the in Bryson. sex club torture garden? No. There's a, uh, you can check it out, www.tg.com. Okay. I used to, a young Easy lady, to remember. A young lady handy. that I used to um, date. I think it was, in, was it in Brighton? I think it was the one we went to, there was a London one. They did like maybe three of these fetish nights. Think of Eyes Wide Shut. And yes. Pan's, love that film. Pan's Labyrinth. Brilliant. Right. Okay, but with shitting in mouths. Whoa, whoa! Don't jump ahead to the end, buddy. Okay, sorry. This is a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So me and my uh, lady friend, who oddly enough lives in Los Angeles now, invite her around. We used to. She used to live in Camden. I've, I've had a big brunch, and she, uh, this young lady, had a tattoo. Her first p- tattoo was zippers on her piss flaps, so it looked like her cunt was like an old change purse. Wow! As a teenager, that's yeah. She was a little forward, we'll call it. So anyway, she was yeah. doing a show at this thing. This little, I have a video somewhere, but on the Sorry? Way, on the train, yeah, <laughs> on the train on the way in, yeah, we met this gentleman who was clearly in some fetish aware, but he'd been in a car wreck and lost both of his legs above his knees, and we were making casual conversation. We were in the same place, blah blah blah. Helped him out with his wheelchair. See you at the venue. We go, and I spot him sitting on the corner of the stage as this kind of fetish fashion show is going on. And uh, I see him, and he kind of looks at me, and I see he's with a, another gentleman. They're clearly together, and these stumps are there. He has, like, this huge horse piss into a pint glass, and then the guy the guy grabs it and just starts pounding it like it was Gatorade after a hangover. Piss pounders. And then I went into the couple's room, mm. and they had this... <sighs> Like a cross. So can I just say, when Jason Rouse goes, <laughs> it's like, wow, what oh, is he about to man. say? He took a wood chisel and cut the ends of all his fingers off and shit into a bucket. And then there's this whole thing going on. You know, like a wood chisel. Do you know wood chisel? Just uh, explain. It's explain. a very sharp um, oh, yes. wood carving tool. He, he put his fingers on a cutting board sure. and pigskin mallet and his fingers... Cut all of the end of his fingers off and Why? shit into a bucket. There was different rooms. What's the correlation between shitting in a bucket and cutting off the end of your fingertips? Like some failed art student. I don't know what they He clearly needs a hug from his father. Yeah. It was performance art, like extreme. They had these psycho cyborgs. These I'm more of a Pixar man. Are you? You know, I used to go to kids' movies during the day. I went and saw a kid's animated film during the day, and um, it was uncomfortable. I'm the only dude in there without a family, all dressed in black, sitting. Because I got there early. Yeah. You, and then all the families come that. in. But the things the kids were saying during the movie were fucking hilarious. Because at first. What was movie like, was it? The Crying Game. No, no I, not The Crying It was some sort of. Of course, anim- sorry. Of course it wasn't. What am I talking about? It was about? the animated, uh, like, Ant something, another. I think the one with Dave Foley. Okay. Ant's Life or Ant's. Well, the, the two came out at the same time, A Bug's Life and Ants. One had Woody Allen in it. Bug's Life. Yeah, the, the Pixar one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like Pixar? Love Pixar. Have you seen the movie? Um... Yes. I could do them in order probably if you want. <laughs> so like Toy Story, oh, Bug's you, Life. You're really into it. Toy Story 2. Do you collect all the toys? Monsters, Inc. Finding Nemo. Cars, Cars 2, Cars 3. I saw a video. Toy on Story the 3. The girl had the uh, Woody. Have we moved on? Yeah, well, the cowboy, <laughs> Woody the cowboy, she had him in her cooter. Oh, for fuck. Yeah, I know. People take kids' toys and they shove them up their fannies. Isn't that weird? That is not what Woody would have wanted. No, maybe he's not. I don't think so. Woody was a cowboy. Yeah. Maybe you just stuck in a mud hole. 
of the field. That looked kind of funny. If 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 you up in one of those eighties beavers where it's like the hairs from the asshole all around the belly button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm Woody's, very familiar with it now. Woody's in there. It looks like he's a sniper in a in a bush area. Yeah, you could lay him across the cunt with a oh, like some sort of pellet gun or something. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get the cats all riled up and make them fight. Right. Do you have pets? Cat. I have, you a, have cat. a cat. Yes. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Do you You're a dog a, guy. Uh, whatever doesn't call the cops <laughs> is what I'm into. That's what we're at. You know, there's a lot of rape going on. What? There's rape. What are you talking about? Well, you know, how have you just switched to rape from cats? You know Hollywood, right? Yes. You've clearly seen all the uh, stuff going on with in the community with sexual allegations. Oh yeah. Do you get that in Britain? There's. Uh, I think it's becoming popular in Britain now as well. Yeah. I th- well, I think that wh- whatever happens in America will then travel over to England. So you'll have the Weinstein thing, and then there'll be the English equivalent. Yeah, and has there been? There's been no comedians in the British comedy scene. There've been like fingers pointed at them as a Me Too. Public? I don't think so. No. Is it weird? Is it weird what? That there's nobody that's saying they've been raped. I'm sure there just will be, won't there? Who would you like it to be? (laughs) Who would I like to rape? Oh God! (laughs) This is a great conversation that I am. I'm not going to sort of participate in. I'm just going to listen to along with the listeners. You having a good real think about it? I don't know. I can't perform under those kind of conditions. Yeah. What? <laughs> Rape. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. This anyway. is what I was worried. I keep repeating myself. This is what I was worried about. <laughs> this is what I thought I was going to be talking about. And I am. No, no. Let's get back to how Toy Story. enlightened you've been in this Hollywood. I'm just enjoying it. I've just got a couple of friends. I'm just doing some gigs and that's it. Yeah. There's nothing to it. But you, but you said to me, like, yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah. Yeah. You'll go home and you'll start to make assessments. All right. I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I've got orange trees and I can still do my career, you know. It's just a different machine. But you, it's very difficult to make a... It's very difficult to make a living... Doing stand-up. Stand-up stand up here. No, there's no budget for it. Yeah. They don't budget for comedians to make a living yeah. in... Thing. The guys that even are, though the money's there, clearly, yes, but that goes into clients that are being in. You know, it's the bottom blood. Yeah, supports the top, and so forth. You know, it's a cycle. Yeah, what do you, you aspire to do here? What do you want to be in a movie? I'd love to be in a movie, wouldn't you? I just got a phone call about an adult film. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Do you, do... you were telling me about this actually. Is this what you were telling me about? Yeah, my Was friend it, are you uh, called me and she's looking. My roommate has an old Trans Am that they want to use in a kind of seventy style fuck movie. So, but you have a lady you love. Yes. Okay. Um, but she's also an actress. So as long as you don't come, 
you're acting. Does that give you license to eat as much whole as you want? Yeah, I think she should be right with that. Actually, yeah, I'll just I'll uh, I'll text her and and uh, and see if she's okay with that, which I'm sure she will be. No, but yeah. it sounds kind of weird. But I've met a lot of couples and people that were consensually like, ah, yeah, he's gonna go and do this, and she's gonna do that, and we're gonna come back together. Are you old fashioned? I think we're very old fashioned. Yeah, I'm a little old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not very traditional. No, I've been inside a lot of things. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, but we're gonna have some fun while you're here, right? Oh, uh, yes. After I get over this terminal disease, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dying. Um, have you been on the beach yet? Um, yes. Venice. It's, yes. It's cool, right? Lovely. It's kind of what. Brighton aspired. Yeah. I think it was like a business model. They go, you know what? Fuck it. We don't need the sun or the sand. We're going to take the same environment and we're going to put it in England. Totally. Yeah. With rocks and rain. Rocks and rain? Yeah, yeah. rocks and rain. Yeah. I saw Dio at the, uh, what's the big music venue at the bottom of the, near the waterfront? Concord 2? I think so. I think it's it is. a big domed building, I think. I remember you could see the water from the front door. It was at the bottom of well, the... Well, it's, it's either the Brighton Centre or the Concord 2. Okay. I've seen a lot of music shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe you. I had somebody throw a dildo at me at a, <laughs> on stage. At a, uh, yeah. Were you doing a set? Yeah, but it was like... You got... It was like my fans, you know, <laughs> they threw a huge rubber cock... I thought it was a broom handle. I've had someone throw a cup at me. It was quite scary, if I'm totally honest. A glass? A s- or no, it wasn't glass, but it was just the fact that they threw it was quite shocking. Yeah, I've You know, that. it's quite a statement. From a lady or a man? No, I can't remember. But, not, but at least it wasn't a dildo. Silver linings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get cockeyed when you're into one of your one-liners. <laughs> sort of doing an observational bit about sinks and then getting a a dildo in the face. I might go to London in June. To do comedy? Again? I'm thinking. When was the last time you did it? Eight years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, you should go back. You'd have a great time. It'd be nice to see old friends and stuff, surely. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the month of June in the UK or at least a couple weeks. And then maybe pop over to Denmark and do some stuff too. But where can uh, people get a hold of you? Uh, what like do you mean like Twitter and all that stuff? Yeah. So my name is Sean Walsh, but it's with it's S E A double N Walsh, mm. and then you know whatever. Just Google it, and there'll be stuff. And people can find your Instagram and all, all that, that stuff. Other shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're here till then. You're gonna be doing some shows around town. Anything? I'm going to Carolina. I never really know what I'm doing. And then I'm going. I'm doing a few gigs. Uh, in LA and then I'm going to uh, New York for Caroline's the, the 21st, 22nd yeah. or something it's great which is going to be great it's big yeah, it's, it's big. big it's like you know what it's like the glee I'm a bit nervous because I've got a host and I don't know anything about New York you know like you'll someone... be fine you've, you've you come out of the and here it's a low totem pole thing yeah but you uh, you'll be fine oh cool you'll be fine they're simple folk Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. You'll charm okay. them and then all your instinctual things because they're not expecting anything out of you. Because 
traditionally the guy who's on first is the lowest on the totem pole. Right. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah. So you've already got a leg up because oh, you're a seasoned comic. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. And in same with Canada, sometimes the headliner uh, is just as strong as the host. Right. They, they know that it's an anchor. You don't yeah. want to, oh, this is, people are talking now. Here's your first act. You know, then everyone's <laughs> lost face in the show. And <laughs> the, the last guy mumbled through. He's, ah, it's my fifth time on stage. And here's Jerry Seinfeld. You know, this, it's that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why a lot of the, uh, like the comedy store doesn't really have a host. They just kind of hand the mic off. Yeah, I and saw that. each other. Yeah. Cadets is on the uh, time because the stage time is so limited. Right. You'll get somebody that just kind of come out as a newcomer and then the show will build accordingly. But I, uh, I'm very sick and, uh, I know you've all been listening patiently and I've been mumbling. And I'm nasally anyway. And I, I smoked quite a lot of cigarettes yesterday. So yeah. this has been a really sort of nasally listen yeah. to. So, yeah. so apologies for I'm, that. I can hear my media being blocked on all fronts. Yeah. It's over. Actually, no, they can't hear anything because I haven't put anything online yet. But uh, I'm at the Sycamore Tavern tonight, and then there'll be probably something at the Laugh Factory in the next month or so, and uh, the store, improv, those sort of things. But uh, Vancouver, April 1st to the 10th, then Calgary, Halifax, St. John's, Toronto. Uh, there'll be something in Europe in June and something in Europe in September. And then uh, Thailand. I'm doing a, a three-horse donkey show with a llama at gunpoint. Right. For Jesus. Okay. But thanks for being here. I, as much as everyone loves you, Jason, I don't, I don't think anyone's flying to Thailand to see you. Oh, I'm going to stream it on Facebook Live. Oh, okay. Good. But I don't know what the condom laws are in that part of the world, but we're going to try and, you know, make something happen. Um, and, uh, thanks for being on the show. Hopefully, uh, you know, see you in London and Cam. Thank you. Well, I've got a cold out of it, so thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know, you don't get any free t-shirts, but you can get an uncurable disease. <laughs> I don't care what society thinks. I'm good at nothing anyway. You're no better than me.